Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible, and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there. Along with her guests and their stories, Jody will help you to live your best life ever. Now, here's your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. I'm your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, and it's so nice to have you join with join me today. And for everybody listening, everybody who is a first-time listener, I should say, this show is about educating you, empowering you, entertaining you a little bit and inspiring you to live a fearlessly authentic life. Because in my opinion, if we're not out there taking risks and trying to be fearlessly authentic, then it's kind of a waste of time. You know, it's, it's hard. It's harder to be something else than to be ourselves. It's just a little scary. And I am a pro at being scared of things, which is why I named the show Fearlessly Authentic. So if you are a returning listener, thank you so much. And I appreciate all the sharing and I appreciate the emails and the feedback from everybody. I always love to hear from you. There are over 100 countries listening to this show And I just want to thank you for the five-star rating. So please remember to rate, review, and subscribe, leave a review. And we are off to the show. But I first, before I get into it, it's just me today, just just Jody trying to educate, empower, inspire, and entertain you. I wanted to talk about a product that I've been using since the end of last December. I would say most consistently, um, I would say since January of last year. So it's called WellBell and it's a hair, skin, and nail supplement. And I just love the product so much. And I only share things with all of you that I actually use and that actually work for me. So if it doesn't work for me, I will not be talking about it. I have, I get sent a lot of products and, you know, I have to let the people know that like, Hey, this doesn't taste good or this didn't work or I didn't see any different, but this, I have very long hair. They are extensions, but underneath my hair, my extension hair is my real hair. And that has grown quite a bit, but most importantly, it's gotten healthier and it's gotten fuller. And it's something that I didn't think could ever happen because as I started getting older, it started getting thinner. And I always wore short hair until like 20 years ago, started letting my hair grow and it got past my shoulders a little bit, but then it started getting thinner. So naturally I don't have very full or thick hair. So let me tell you a little bit about WellBell and how, if you want to try it, you can save some money on your purchase. So just a little bit is WellBell is science backed, created by Dr. Dan. I did have the co-founders of WellBell on my show in April. I don't remember which episode it is. Maybe Josh, you would remember, but it was sometime in April. And um, hopefully before the end of the show, I'll be able to tell you what episode it was so you can listen. So many hair supplements have large doses of biotin. And I know that all of you who have researched any type of hair product look at, you know, wow, okay, I need biotin. That's, That's the magic there. But too much biotin can lead to breakouts, rashes, and acne. Glam Lab, who produces WellBell, has 
500 MCG of biotin compared to 2,500 to 10,000 MCG in other supplements. Glam Lab provides the proper amount of essential vitamins, minerals, and phytonutrients to equally support healthy hair, skin, and nails. A subscription every month will save you 15%. Glam Lab is suitable for most women 18 years and older, but if you're pregnant or breastfeeding, please consult your doctor like you should with any supplement. It is three pills a day. You can take them all at once. You can take them throughout the day. I take them all at once with my shake in the morning. Saw Palmetto, a main ingredient, helps balance hormones and keeps hair growing only where you want it. So one of the reasons that older women, postmenopausal women start thinning, getting thinner hair or all the other wonderful things that happen to us postmenopausally uh, is that our hair thins out. And it's because our hormones are no longer balanced like they were maybe in their 30s and their 40s. So even girls that are in their 30s, late 20s can also experience some type of hormonal imbalance. I am not a hormone specialist by any means. And I actually uh, was talking about menopause and so on, on a reels a few weeks ago. If you follow me on any of my social media platforms, you can follow me anywhere. I'm, I, I'm actually loving TikTok right now. So you can find me anywhere at Jody Harrison Bauer, any place, any place, just put in at Jody Harrison Bauer and you'll find me. So the hormone balances can happen at any time in your life. So that's what I love about this product, that it can help anybody at any age. And we all want thicker, healthier hair. And so please, I suggest very strongly that you try it. I have actually um, a code that you can use to help save you money. So if you put in Jody, it's Jody with an I, Jody 10, you'll get 10% off a single bottle. If you put in Jody sub 10, that's for a monthly subscription and you can set, save 15% every month. So you don't have to think about it and you can cancel it at any time. And all you need to do is go to Wellbell. That's W-E-L-L-B-E-L.com. So it's Jody 10 for a 10% off single bottle or Jody sub 10 for a monthly subscription where you save 15% every month. And I just love them. I love the co-founders. They're just amazing people who really, really want to help people. So I'll help and use my code so you can save some money. So today I wanted to talk about a lot of things. I always have a million and one things on my mind. I first wanted to share with you that if you are a first-time listener, I have two cho- two daughters. I've been divorced for almost 20 years. Yeah, let's just say 20 years. And that's when my life, that's when I really started stepping into my truth. Not that I was living an unauthentic life prior to that. I was just living a life that didn't feel 100% me. And again, it wasn't, I wasn't being not me, but I was being the me that I thought I needed to be where I was in life. I was a mom, I was a wife, I was, you know, just think of that suburban housewife carpooling her children, doing the grocery shopping, kind of like a Stepford wife for any of those who remember the Stepford wives. I mean, I wasn't a Stepford wife, but sometimes I felt like it. And one of the things that really helped me go from that big transformation was I finally had 
um, the vagina power, the balls, whatever you want to talk about it. Uh, but women do have a very powerful part of their body that they don't use enough. And we usually refer to the men like that, but really it's using our power to transform our lives. And there are a lot of people talking about transformations and the transformation I'm talking about today, I named the show Va Va Voom because it really resonates with me. And I think most women, wherever they are in life, would understand what Va Va Voom means. That means that you want to feel attractive. That doesn't mean that you want to walk down the streets of New York or anywhere else you're walking around and having men or other women whistling at you. That's not what va-va-voom is. Va-va-voom is that you feel incredible about yourself. And that's the energy that you're putting out there. When we feel blah, we attract that energy. And what I want you to feel like every week when you listen to the show, but in particular this week's show with me, is I want you to understand that you have the power to take yourself from feeling blah to feeling boom. You know that boom feeling? You know when you've just finished something, you had a deadline, you finished a project, you you gave birth to a child, you got pregnant, you nailed you know, you're a PR in in a marathon or you were able to squat with more weight, whatever it is physically, mentally. And you're like, boom, I freaking did it. I freaking did it. And I think that boom comes from working on something that is a goal for you and accomplishing it. So it's like, okay, I made this promise to myself. I don't like the way I feel about myself. So we're going to get into all of the ways that we start figuring out why we're not getting to the gym, why we're eating shitty food, why we're choosing the wrong relationships, why we're staying in the wrong relationships. I'm not a relationship expert, but I can tell you I've been in my toxic relationships And as I mentioned before, I've been divorced for 20 years. So I became a single mom at about 42. And I was scared shitless. I all I knew is that I wasn't living in my truth. But we weren't, we didn't use those words back in what year was it? 2002. So Yeah. So we didn't use those words. We didn't use words like authenticity. We didn't use words like power or truth or nothing because there was no social media. There was nobody. But if you listen to any type of self-help book, um, you know, you would hear those kinds of words coming up. And so many of us are afraid to embrace the real us. Now, as you're listening to the show right now, think about that. How many times have you been afraid to be the real you? You're like, no, 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 I'll just just wear this, or I won't say that, or I'll try not to be too much of this, and you'll dim your light. 
story of my life, dimming my light. I don't dim my light anymore, even though I still get judged on social media for shining maybe a little too bright. Um, But you know what, guys, I'm too wise. I'm too old and not old, old, but just with age comes wisdom. So I think instead of saying I'm too old to know better, I'm too wise to know better. And I think that at any age where you are, you have some life experiences and you can have some perspective as to what I'm talking about. So whether, you know, my daughters are 29 and 33, I have millennial daughters and actually I'm talking about one of them on TikTok. She doesn't even know that because she doesn't really look at my TikTok. So anyway, it's pretty funny, but um, you know, I was scared to death after I got divorced, but I knew that I had to make a dramatic change in my life to be happy. And it wasn't about getting into a new relationship. It wasn't about anything except I wanted to be truthful to myself. And again, we didn't use those words back then, but I know now that what it was is that I just wasn't, I was, I was being confined into a life that I didn't want to be in. I wasn't allowed to work. I was allowed to do fundraisers. I was allowed to work out, but even then um, I was criticized and judged by the person I was with and also by other people who just didn't understand me. I was always a little bit different than everybody else. And my friends and my ex-husband wanted to change me. And I think those of you who are listening right now could understand that if you're being shushed, that's the dimming of the light. That's that's taking the light off of you. And I was shushed a lot. And I think Since my mom passed away last year, it was the day after my birthday, I started really going, digging deep as to my relationship that I had with her because it was up and down like a lot of mother-daughter relationships. And I vowed when I had my daughters that I would be a different kind of mother. She wasn't a bad mother. She was just the best mother she could be to me and for me. And so I don't criticize criticize her for that, but I do recognize things that, um, that I didn't really get as a child of parents that were born in the thirties, you know, they were post-war kids and they kind of just did what they wanted. And a good friend of mine used to refer to his parents as houseplants. So let's get into what it means from going from blah to boom, because that's what this show is all about. So blah means you're not in the best place in your life. It means that you want something more. It means that you're feeling kind of like complacent with your life, complacent with you, complacent with everything. The foundation of feeling better starts with you. It starts with a mindset. It starts with fitness. It starts with nutrition. And it starts with you keeping the promise to yourself to change the way that blah feeling is making you feel. Because when we're blah, we're not getting things done. We're not accomplishing things. We're not setting goals. We're being lackadaisical. 
Maybe we're being sedentary. Maybe we're isolating ourselves. And those are the things that I want to help to change you for you because there was nobody there to help me. And I'm not going to give you this whole sad sack story about me. I hear this on so many shows, podcasts, radio shows, everything about all my story. Luckily, I don't have that sad of a story to tell. My, my saddest story was that I chose to get divorced to change my life. So that was a show. That was a story of being fearlessly authentic. So what we're going to go through is the foundations you need from going from feeling blah to feeling boom. I'm going to share real quickly because we're going to take a break in one minute that the boom feeling to me came to me when I started competing in fitness shows because that's when I felt like I took the power, my own power into myself. And when you take back your power and you're really, really living in it. So I was physically and mentally walking into my power and that's what really changed my life too, is that I was doing something that I wanted to do that I wasn't quote unquote allowed to do and stepping into that power with feminine energy and with determination and discipline. And that's what you need to do to go from blah to boom. So when we get back, we're going to get straight into those things that you can do to start changing your life. Be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well-being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic, Following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code PODCAST to get 25% off. 
You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fearlessly Authentic. I am Jody Harrison Bauer, and we were talking about going from blah to boom. For me, it's va va boom. From blah to boom. And boom means that you friggin' nailed it. So I talked about the foundations that are important to go from that feeling. Number one, we got to start slowly. Okay. So Rome wasn't built in a day. You weren't built in a day. And we're not going to create a boom for you in one day. So it's one day at a time. And then it goes from a week to a month to a year. So if you can live one day staying consistent to the promises that you've made to yourself and stay determined and disciplined, then that could lead to a week, that could lead to a month, that could lead to a year. And by then, you've got a habit and it's never going to to change because you've created this habit. And the whole idea of a habit being created within 21 days, it doesn't mean that it has become a habit. That means that you're working on creating this new habit. And that's when it does start changing your life. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. I don't want to go a day again eating sugar. Or I'm not going to drink diet soda anymore or any soda. But the number one foundation for me And for everybody who has felt a change, transformation in their life is when they start moving their body. And everybody has a different goal and a different time frame. But the foundation of feeling good in your body is fitness. What does fitness mean? It means that you are moving on a daily basis. That means that you're not sedentary. That moves means that you're moving your body in some way every single day. So does that mean that you need to lift weights? Hell no. It does not mean you need to lift weights. All it means is that let's start just moving our body. So if you're somebody who doesn't really move every day, doesn't make sure that they're moving Some people count steps because I'm really active. I don't do the whole step thing. It's just, you know, when I go visit my daughters and we're walking all over because they live in major cities walking around, I'm like, oh, I hit 10,000 steps. But for me, I don't, I don't hit those steps. 
um, I work out in a different way. So ever understand that there are no rules, but if you want to go from feeling blah and unmotivated and just complacent with everything, then you've got to start taking action. And the first thing I want you to start doing is moving your body. Walk. Just walk. Just walk. Walk for five minutes. Add another minute every single day. Now, if you want to lift weights, resistance training is incredibly beneficial. Start when you're young, when your hormones are balanced. I was talking about hormones at the beginning of the show. And hormones control our metabolism. Hormones control everything in our body. And I don't think enough people understand that. So once you start building muscle in your 20s, your late teens, that muscle is going to stay with you for the rest of your life. Now you could, God forbid, get obese, but if you were to lose weight, that muscle's still waiting for you there. You've built it and it's going to come back really fast for you. But the key to keeping on the muscle is to do resistance training. So resistance training can be done either with dumbbells, barbells, uh, weighted tubes, with bands, bands that are the tubes, bands around your legs, or a TRX type of thing where you're using, it's a suspension resistance. A lot, I use that a lot at my studio uh, with a lot of women who have a weak core. So they're able to do a lot of moves without anything being weight bearing on their joints. Because usually if you're carrying extra weight on you, too much weight, you're going to have joint issues. And the reason you have joint issues is because your little joints can't handle all the weight that you've just put on. So the suspension system, I use TRX, works really, really well. It, I got to tell you, you've got to keep it super simple because the more you delve into the World Wide Web and research how to get into shape, you're going to be confused. And I'm trying to make it as simple as possible. My dad was in sales. He used to say to me all the time, K-I-S-S, Jody, keep it simple, stupid. He wasn't calling me stupid, but he was saying, just keep it simple because we get confused. We get overwhelmed. If my father was still alive now, he'd be like, oh, holy shit. There's too much forget information out there. So I'm telling you, A, you've got to get off the sofa. You got to get out of bed and you got to walk. Start with five minutes. The most important thing to do is to move your body. And before you throw any weights in your hands to do anything, let's see if you can do all the moves with your body without any weights. I'm talking about starting to do a squat. You know how you start doing a squat? You sit on a chair and you get up without holding on to the chair. That's a squat. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into more detail about this another time. And I have a course that I'm gonna be releasing in January that's gonna go real deep into all of this. But start by moving your body, start by understanding how you feel. Okay. Then once you do that, you could start using weights. You can use a TRX. You can use the bands, but start doing all the moves that you want to do without the weights. So the squat, the lunges, the push-ups, the sit-ups, that's the basic stuff you need to do. You only need to work out for 15 minutes and you could get a damn good workout. So start slow, always get clearance from a doctor. If you have any type of 
um, medical issues. Okay. Always do that. And other forms of exercise, if you aren't motivated to do it yourself and you want to take a class, again, start out slow. Maybe try a ballet class, try a bar class, try a class that is maybe some stretching and yoga. But again, what you're hearing me say over and over again, for those who are beginning, start with just moving your body. For those who are more advanced, you need to start using weights because you need to start building muscle. Or if you used to work out and you're starting to work out now in your 40s now or postpartum, postmenopausal, go slow, ladies. Okay. And if you're guys, same thing, go slow. Don't pick up those 45 to 50 pound dumbbells and start doing bicep curls. If you haven't done a bicep curl in 25 years. Okay. No one's going to think you're a pussy. Just be safe. Start with the push-ups. start with lighter weights, start with bands, and then move up slowly. You'll know that if you go past 15 repetitions and you're not you're not going to failure, then that means you can go to more weights. Average average reps are 12 to 15, and you can do three rounds of that. I'm just giving you the overall. Overall, get moving, go slow, listen to your body, but it's better than sitting on your butt, okay? Because sitting on your butt's making you feel really, really blah. Because I know when I've sat on my butt, which isn't too often, but when I've had those blah feelings like, shit, I don't want to do freaking anything. I don't want to work out. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go out. And why don't I want to go out? Because I feel crappy about myself because I don't feel like there's anything. I feel blah. I feel yucky. So, and why don't I want to go out? Why do I feel blah and yucky? Oh, it's maybe because I was eating like shit and I haven't worked out. Now, I have a huge fitness background. So, of course, that doesn't happen to me very often, but even I feel really crappy sometimes in my clothes. So, I'm like, "Eh, you know, I'll just keep on these sweatpants and that'll be good and put my slippers on and not wear a bra. Um, Another type of workout you could do once you have advanced a little bit, this is all under the umbrella of fitness, is you could do a HIIT workout. That's like really for fat burning. And if you haven't worked out or if you are older, and when I say older, I'm going to tell you if you are over 45 or 50, man or woman, and you want to start running, don't. Unless you have a coach that's going to teach you how to run. And if you're not built like a runner, all you need to do is Google what runners look like. If you're not built to do that, then don't. I'm not built like a runner. I hate cardio and I hate to run. So I I like spinning. Well, I don't like any cardio. I absolutely despise cardio. But if I have to do cardio, I'm either going to do like a Stairmaster or I'm going to do a bike, a stationary bike, a Peloton, whatever you want to call it, or an elliptical. Very rarely will you ever see me run on a treadmill. But if you're one of those people that says, oh, I've got to run. Oh, I've run a little bit. It's made me feel great and you are over the age of 45 or 50 and you've never run in your entire life and you do have some weight to lose, you cannot start running and think you're going to lose the weight. It doesn't happen that way. And for those people that you see on TV or on the internet or talking on a podcast or a radio show, 
they didn't just start running to lose the weight. You don't run to lose the weight. You need to change the way you eat first. Okay. So figure out how you're built. Are you built to run? Are you built to bike? What are you built for? I have a very tall, thin husband. He's six feet tall. I won't even tell you how much he weighs because I'm trying to put weight on him. He was a pole vaulter. Okay. Like I'm five feet tall. I'm not pole vaulting. Uh, I'm not going to be a cross country runner. So please be aware of how your body's built and what it can do. It's just, it drives me crazy to think about the people that do it. And I have had some friends, hopefully she's not listening right now, um, who I, I absolutely said, please don't run. You're almost 50. You're not built like a runner. Don't run. She ran. She needed her knee replaced or her hip replaced. And then she had some other joint issues. So please listen to me. We want to start moving our own body. We want to start moving slowly. Then you can move up to weight of whatever you want. Try the TRX. It's great if you're if you're overweight and you don't know how to work out and you need something to help strengthen your core because feeling good in your body makes you feel good. And I asked this question on Instagram a while ago. Do you feel better in your body and that's why you feel better in your clothes? Or do you feel when you feel better in your clothes, do you feel better in your body? And 99% of the people said, when I feel better in my body, I feel better in my clothes. And it's not just because of maybe the way their body has changed, but it's, it's up here. It's their mindset. So let's talk about cardio real fast. <sighs> Cardio is overrated. Now, listen, if you, um, I'm not going to take a break here. So we're just going to keep going. And because I'm on a roll and I don't, I don't want to lose my train of thought. I hope that's okay. So cardio is overrated a little bit, depending on, again, what your goal is. We need cardio to keep our heart really strong. If you love to do cardio, go for it. But remember what your goals are. Is your goal to just feel better? Is that going to make you feel better? And why? ask yourself why you want to do cardio. If it's to lose weight, it is not going to happen if you don't change the way you feed yourself. So I do personally, and I think by... I don't know if you all know by now, but yeah, I'm 61. I usually talk about that almost every single week and I'll be 62 in December and I have never liked cardio. And when I competed for 10 years in fitness shows towards the end, like the last two weeks before a fitness show, we have to really amp up our cardio. So we've been building muscle all along, which is what you're going to start doing. And then for to be competitive, you want to lean out. So that's why we were doing the cardio. And, but for a normal person who's not competing, who just wants to feel better in their body and get rid of those blahs, go outside, take the walk, get on whatever cardio machine you want. You only need to be on there for 15 to 20 minutes. You don't have to kill yourself. If you enjoy it and you want to be on there for 30 minutes, that's great. But after that, it's an overkill. Because you can't keep your, your heart rate in that target heart zone, heart rate zone. 
because eventually it's going to level out and there's only so much of a high intensity interval you can do. So if you're doing a HIIT workout, those are much shorter. Those are spurts of energy for like 20 to 30 seconds, and then you rest 10 to 20 seconds. So it's up, down, up, down, up, down, down. And that's for fat burning. I would not suggest if you are new to working out to throw yourself into a HIIT workout class like... um, and there's nothing wrong with these classes. Orange Theory has a great workout. But if you are a beginner, you're going to die. Like not literally, but you it's it's really, really hard. Um, I have always, I'm NASM certified. I've always trained my clients functional training, like training that is going to help you do things more easily in your life, like picking up your kids, picking up your groceries, feeding your dog and so on just little things like that, getting in and out of your car. So you do not have to kill yourself in cardio. What people, where people make the mistake is thinking that, oh, I'm going to eat a cheeseburger, fries and a soda and have um, a hot fudge sundae afterwards. I'm exaggerating here or eating a whole pizza and then think they're going to be able to run it off. It's not going to happen. You need to change the way you eat first. You can't keep running after that. It's not going to happen, okay? And what we're trying to do is take you and then you're going to feel shitty about yourself. So there goes the blah again. My goal here is to get you, to teach you how to not feel blah and feel boom. So if you're going out and you're walking five minutes and then the next day, six minutes, and then the next day, seven minutes, by the time you're finished with this, you're walking 20 minutes and you're like, boom, fuck, boom, boom, boom. That's how I want you to feel moving your body at the beginning. When you're just starting a program like this, just move your freaking body, do some pushups. I'm going to have all of this stuff for you. Do some squats, do some, just stand up and get down, stand up and get down. Make that promise to yourself. You're going to do it every other day. There's your boom there. There you are going from blah to boom. So that's my little spiel on cardio. It's overrated. Unless you are a cross-country runner, you talk to, depending on your goal. So I'm not comparing this to professional athletes because they have their own thing that they want to do. I'm just saying, if you are a regular person who wants to feel better about the way you feel about yourself right now, you want to feel better about yourself. You want to feel boom. Okay. So the most important thing, the foundation is fitness, feeding your body the food it needs. So we're moving now. So now that we're moving, we're releasing the endorphins. We're getting the dopamine hit. We kind of like the way we feel, right? We want to keep going back takes a while. You've got to make that promise to yourself. That's where the confidence comes in. Every single time you make that promise to yourself, you're going to be confident, become more confident. So one of the reasons that we feel blah about ourselves is because we have not kept the promises to ourselves. And not keeping those promises to ourselves makes us feel insecure and not confident. But every single time we keep the promise to ourselves, we feel more confident and we go from blah to fucking boom. I should name this course from blah to fucking boom, but I don't know. Maybe I will. 
So we've got two more things, food, nutrition, and mindset. I'm going to talk about food for just a few minutes. And food is a very interesting topic. We have lots of people talking about food Mm -hmm. and we have people giving suggestions about food. It's a very emotional topic because a lot of people eat for emotional reasons. I am not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psychologist. I have a very dear friend who I think is my cousin, Dr. Nina Savell. Um, She's been on the show a couple of times and she has a book called The Binge Cure. And she talks about why people eat and why they eat certain foods. I'm here to tell you that if you are moving your body every day, you need to fuel it in a very healthy way. To make it really simple, You need to get enough lean protein. So you need to eat lean protein. You need to eat starches, okay? Like potatoes and rice. You need to eat sweet potatoes. You need to eat leafy greens like green beans, broccoli, asparagus, kale, romaine lettuce. You need to have two servings of healthy fats in your diet. You need to hydrate and you need to sleep. But regarding the food, And the fruits that you eat should be low glycemic index, high antioxidants like berries. It's really simple, lean protein. How much lean protein should you eat? Well, it should, if you are at a weight that you're happy with, you're, and you're not building, you just want to maintain, you want to feel stronger, you want to have more energy. You want to eat as much lean protein as your body weight. Okay. Seems like a lot. Every single one of my clients that I have trained in 33 years has never, when they first come to me, has never eaten enough lean protein. And they wonder why they're tired and they wonder why they can't get through workouts. And it's because they're not eating enough lean protein. It's hard when you're a vegan to get all that lean protein without the starches, Um, but it is possible because I do know a lot of women who get enough protein through a vegan diet, but it's more difficult. I'm talking about animal protein. I'm just, just saying, okay. Lean protein, match your body weight. If you are overweight, you want to match the lean protein to the weight that you want to get to. Now, I know a lot of you don't want to get on a scale. You don't want to feel like you are a slave to your scale. You don't have to be, but you do need to have a starting point. Tony Robbins talks about this. There's got to be a starting point. There's got to be a beginning and an end because we have to be someplace if we want to change, right? The transformation. So if you start at A and you want to get to R, how are you going to know? How are you going to know? I do have clients that refuse to get on a scale. It makes it hard for them to see their progress, but we also take measurements. I also check their body fat and their body mass index, and we take pictures. So there are a lot of different ways that you could hold yourself accountable and see your progress. Again, the progress is so important because if you're being consistent, 
you can start seeing some of the actions that you've taken that are giving you the success and making you feel accomplished. It's because you've been consistent. So that's that's it about food. Lean protein, portion size matters. And I can't get into all the specifics because every single person is different, but you need to have lean protein with every meal. You need to be fueling your body every three to four hours. You can't have one meal a day because your blood sugar drops, then it goes up. So your blood glucose levels are all over the place. And then that screws up your hormones. So it's important to keep your blood glucose levels steady throughout the day. So eating every three to four hours, lean protein, low glycemic index fruits, leafy greens, and brown rice, sweet potatoes. You need to have the starches. They're not the enemy, people. They are not the enemy. Starches are not the enemy. If I hear one more person tell me, yeah, no carbs. Yeah. Did you know that vegetables were carbs? Did you know that fruits were carbs? So you're telling me all you eat is is lean protein? Well, no wonder you can't poop, but that's another story. Okay, last but not least at all is your mindset. So we're not going to get to any of these, any any progress. We're not going to get anywhere until we start seeing some mindset shifts. So if we're feeling blah, we're already, we already know in our brain that we feel crappy. We already know that we need to do something to change the way we feel about ourselves and in our body. So when I say the way we feel about ourselves, we're judging ourselves, right? We're saying, oh, you're a piece of crap because you can't keep a goddamn promise to yourself. That's not true. You can, but you have to make that decision to keep the promise to yourself because every single time you you don't keep that promise to yourself, you're going to feel shitty. You're going to feel blah. And the whole idea from here is to go from blah to boom. So how are we going to get to boom? You need to start journaling. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know you've heard it a million times, but you've heard it a million times because it's the friggin' truth. Okay. So every day, All I want you to do is write down, had a great day, had a shitty day, had a stressful day. Start like that. 10, 20, 22. Great day. Heard a great podcast. Love that Jody Harrison Bauer. Love the Fearlessly Authentic podcast. She's the best. I'm not telling you this because I'm a great journaler. I'm a really bad journaler. I feel like that people journal. Okay. I have every single one of my clients when I was training them journal because after they do a session or two with me, they're like, what should I be eating? I wait for them to ask me what they should be eating. If they don't ask, I don't tell them until they're working out with me for a long time. And they say to me, should I be changing something in the way I eat? I'm like, what's your goal? Well, I would like to lose some weight. Oh, okay. Well, are you going to listen to me? You're not sure? All right, well, let's journal. I don't journal. Well, too fucking bad. You got to journal if you got to work with me. All right. No journal. You don't work with me. Bye. See ya. There's the door. All I want to know is what are you doing during the day? So I want you to write down in your journal, starting today, what did you do today? How did you feel? What did you eat? 
for for those of you who have had some eating disorders, who have struggled with food, I know this is hard. So don't talk about the food. Okay? Don't talk about the food. Just talk about the way you feel. And tell me what you're doing physically, emotionally, how your day went, kids, husband, wife, so on and so forth. That's all I want you to do because all you're doing is writing down your emotions and then looking back maybe the next day, maybe in a week, how you felt. The goal here is for you to start journaling the way you feel at point A. And by the time you get to point B or G or Z, you look back and you go, holy fuck. I was really messed up. I didn't know if I was coming or going. I was really confused about myself. I'm only throwing out all of these feelings to you all because I have felt all those feelings. I didn't just pull them out of my butt right now. Um, I have had all those feelings about myself. I have felt really shitty, very blah, very, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to feel shitty about myself. I started journaling pretty consistently after my mom passed away because I had a lot of emotions going on, not anger or anything like that, but just the amount of support I got from friends and family was, was great. And I just, I wanted to be able to have that journal to go back and realize what I was going through. And so you'll see how your emotions change and how your feelings towards yourself change. The, the hate talk, the self-hatred. And that's what I want to see start happening because one of the reasons that you feel so blah and not so boom is because maybe you feel not so great about yourself, right? There's a lot of shitty talk going. There's shit talk going. And if you haven't heard this before, this is something that somebody told me and that I've read about several times is talk to yourself as if you're talking to a child, talk to yourself as if you're talking to a friend. Would you tell your friend she's a piece of shit? Maybe if she deserved it, but would you tell, tell a child that they're a piece of shit? Never, never. So regard yourself and be as kind to yourself as you would to a child or to your precious puppy or kitty or whatever animal that you just absolutely love. A friend of mine recently told me that uh, she had started with a therapist about a year and a half ago and went back and the therapist needed to remind her of the progress that she's made and read back some of the notes. And she was astounded at the person she was a year ago. So this is why journaling is so important, but you've got to make that promise to yourself and you're going to be so happy that you did. I promise you. And then the next thing, well, it really is the, the fitness. You hear my notes going. The fitness, the nutrition, the mindset. If we don't have, and I, I would tell my clients this, they start developing a mindset and you will start developing a mindset as you get more specific about that boom feeling you want, that feeling of confidence, that feeling of, hey, I want to feel like that when. So setting a goal is really, really important. 
set a goal that's realistic. Set setting goals is very 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 important because it gives you something to look forward to. Side note, I was in a relationship and this person always said I want to plan ahead, I want to plan a trip because I want something to look forward to with you. I didn't really understand that. And then I did. Make start journaling set a goal for yourself. Stop the self-hatred. Stop the shit talking to yourself. Every day you're going to tell yourself that you're going to get up and move and you're going to fuel your body with healthy foods. If you want to know more, I have a meal plan that I created after everything happened with Sports Illustrated. And so many women were asking me about how I ate and how I stay healthy. And so I created the Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan. It's super easy to follow. It's super easy. It's It gives you everything. And guess what, guys? There's a 21-day journal in there because that's how important journaling is. So you can go to my website, jodyfit.com, and get that Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan. And like, let me know how you feel about it because feeling blot in our bodies and in our minds is a really crappy place to be. And I want you to feel boom because part of that is not keeping the promises to yourself. So I want you to start right now. I've got 30 seconds till I get, I have to go off the air and I want you to think about everything that I talked about, go back, share the show with everybody, but it's from going from blah to boom is about making the promises to yourself, staying consistent and being successful in the goals that you've decided to put forth for yourself. And until next week, go live a fearlessly authentic life. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening in. Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you.